on. I'm so different, you're so not. I write Empire, yeah, I'm the king. <laughs> three chicks, I gotta choose which one. I got three phones, gotta choose which one. On the dance floor, I'm the man. Two-step cool like winter fresh. I said, I said not to show my ass, but kiss it, girl. Yeah, lick it off. Got a whip for every season. Drop the top, make it cash. <laughs> I'm too, but I'm too cool. But my neck, like freezer, icy whip can skate. <laughs> like this. this <laughs> Welcome back to the Hold Down Podcast is usually skill. <laughs> I randomly decided to listen to the, the uh, Big Shaq song and I was just I really I really thought about like how the world for a quick second thought that he really was serious about that freestyle mm. and I'm just like what gun was I'm like skitty pop 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 it the, worked for him though what made it worse is skitty pop 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 I was like alright but then when he he said ski up <laughs> what, what, what gun sounds like ski up I mean, DNA said that his machete spray. So, <laughs> I mean, he said it so so bad. <laughs> the machete, the machete spray. Does it? Does oh it? DNA? God, I've never heard a nigga say that shit before. Because nigga. niggas shouldn't say it. That's why. The machete spray. That shit was crazy, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know what I mean? Yep. So. Girl tell me to take off your jacket. I said, babe, man, it's not hot. Hold on, I think your mic went out. <laughs> what? Mm, that was a lot of coughing. They call all the coughs, though. <laughs> I said, Mike's not hot. Yeah, so welcome back to the episode of the Hold Down Podcast. Usually, this is where my co host, the great Quan's Not Hot, comes in. Quan's Not Hot <laughs> comes in and starts to show off uh, and says random things. But look, we we just got to gotta cut the chase. Uh, we got to get right to the show. Yeah, the podcast is like hip hop and batter up culture as a whole. Hey. Uh, Broken up in three segments. First segment is hip hop shenanigans, aka Kwan's favorite part of the show. Okay. We get into our battle review and then we close it up with our artist of the week and then like general and closing remarks. Uh, we want to take this time to direct y'all to watch our new video. We also got a album review out. We review Calico's Heavy Press. Skip. Go watch that. And if you haven't watched it yet, it should be out either before this drops or after this drops. I haven't decided yet. Um, what else? Anything else I need to add, Quan, before we get into the show? Hey, it's all good. Shout out to my Detroit players, you feel me? Word. Shout out to Detroit. Uh, it's definitely going to be cold to D after that, after that video drops. For sure, for sure. It's definitely going to be, it's going to be cool and cold. It's going to be Icewear Vezo. You feel me? Icewear Records out here. That's real. So, going to kick it off with Hip Hop Stanikins, Quan's favorite yeah. part of the show. Quan said he had a couple things he wanted to address, and we're gonna yeah. get to the couple things I wanted to address. I feel like I'll, I'll handle mine, and then you handle yours. First, we're gonna get to Conway the Machine cancels the entire "I'll Tell You Later" tour. The thing that gets me is, I guess he's really in real life telling us that he's gonna tell us later because he's definitely not telling us now. This shit is canceled, right? That shit was supposed to start on the sixth of, of September, mm-hmm. and now that shit is canceled. So that shit is. 
that's bugged out. You know what I'm saying? I hope it's uh, I hope whatever's going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's monkeypox. I don't know if it's personal reasons. You know, Conway is also a rapper that be asking, does anybody care that I'm stressed? So I hope it ain't no uh, family incidents or you know stress that's got him canceling a whole tour. You know, yeah, because canceling a whole tour is big. It's yeah, canceling a couple tour dates. It's like okay, we can we can recover that, but a whole tour is yeah. different. So I'm hoping that whatever is going on is something he can recover from. But yeah, it's just, this is big. Actually. Yeah, because apparently the, he didn't give too much detail on it either. He said, well, the bad news is the tour is canceled in the caption. The good news is my pack has finally landed and you will all be getting your merch that you ordered any day now. So, I mean, that's the, I don't really give too much on the actual tour being canceled. But, you know, it is what it is. And I guess it. I feel like Conway is expressive enough that if it was some family drama or something, he would he would say. So, you know, whatever it is, whatever, whatever happened, it is what it is. I'm sure he'll double back and get it. You know, he'll tell us later. You know what I mean? <laughs> Basically. What was your other news topic that you wanted to hit on? So the other topic is um, y'all niggas got to stop trying to put money in rappers' pockets, literally, okay? That shit is wild. That shit is weird. And you niggas only want to do it in concerts, all right? A video of a fan at a little baby concert putting money in his pocket. What made it worse is it looked like it was an older man, like a dude probably like around, you know, um, um, the QC label head's age, like, you know, 50, 40. He looked like a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. And he really just like walked by that little baby. Oh, okay. So apparently this is this is from a long time ago. I guess it's from uh 2017? Hmm? Still yeah. Still weird. From 20 still weird. Cuz for those that know when little baby was rapping, he ain't never been no street peon, you know what I'm saying? He's always been kind of a big figure. Yeah. And 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 so you just doing shit like that, it's kind of weird. But um yeah, the gentleman proceeds to just step in front of little baby and I mean, thank God it was nothing violent, but he just slid like a small a small pack of money into that nigga hoodie pocket. And of course, immediately little baby took that shit and just dumped it right out. Kept on rapping, didn't even let it bother him. While security was sitting there, like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like approaching the situation, but wondering, like, "What the fuck is going on?" All right. So yeah, y'all yeah, niggas need to stop making that shit a trend. I see. I feel like I started when um when Ashanti was performing and she had uh uh, uh you know very light clothes on and niggas was actually actually asking a question like, "Well, I know she doesn't want to be treated like a stripper, but she's dressed like a stripper." No, my nigga, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't even give a fuck. She was wearing floss, my nigga. Like, that's not the show that we're coming for. So why are you throwing money at Ashanti on the stage? Is 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 disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Niggas did that shit to Jeezy uh, recently. Literally, I've seen I him performing. Seen any of this stuff? So this is my I've first time it. hearing about people throwing money at rappers. Yeah, it was a, it was a video recently of uh, of Jeezy performing, and there was this white girl on the front stage that was just throwing money and laughing too, because he clearly. If you look at Jeezy, he clearly was not amused by the shit. He was clearly like he was slap trying to slap the money back. He's like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you throwing money at for?" And she's just sitting there like, <laughs> just oblivious. I'm like, "No, my nigga, like that. That's not what we do. I'm not no fucking stripper, my nigga. Like that. That's weird. That's that's weird. It's, it's not giving the right energy. You know what I'm saying? So, please stop that shit. But on another note, little baby did drop a a documentary on Amazon Prime. I will be checking that out soon. You know what I'm saying? Little baby one of the one of the top artists of, of, of these last few years, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just and only getting better and only getting bigger, you know what I'm saying? So it'll be a story worth watching. You know what I mean? I look he still haven't even watched the uh the Kanye doc. 
I heard good stuff about it though. I still ain't watched it either. The only documentary I watched recently was the one about AM One. Really? Yeah, on Netflix they got a they got a untold on that AM One. It was really good. I might want to check that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the basketball good. player with no face. It's about the whole AM One business and the basketball players, not just the the cartoon, the the, the logo. I might check. I might check this out because I I never knew the story of M One and I'm interested. Oh, I used to, bro. And one had the streets on lock. I used to love and I used to watch the show. They even talk about how they got that. They got that. That a TV show. I used to watch the show on ESPN. I was I was all in on the M One mixtapes and the players and stuff. So when M One fell apart, I took it personally. Yeah, it hurt. Especially since I feel like M One could have got more respect than the streets as far as video games because they had they had the one game they had screen hoops. Street, they had really two games. Just niggas didn't follow the second game, but I watched the second game. But yeah, Street Hoops really wasn't. It was like N one sponsor, but not an N one game. It just had a whole bunch of N one like players on mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? But then there was a, I forget the name of the second game, but real niggas know. I think it was actually named N one, and it had all the whole bunch of players on like you know Hot Sauce, Earthquake, mm-hmm. the Street Legends on there. Mm-hmm. So even though it's not a sequel, it's like kinda because what other game has these niggas on there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was it was a decent game. It was cool, but I feel like it could have been a lot more respected because we know NBA Street was well respected in the streets. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Put, yeah. Street was put on a good fight. It did. They put on a good fight, but you know, it was kind of weird when you're doing all these moves and then the, every player has the same reaction. <laughs> they just the ankles just break. <laughs> you could be like, niggas just gonna be like, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Street but, hoops. It was. It was. NBA. It was. It was. It was the Arnie to NBA Streets Arnold. And, and damn, it was. It hurt because I loved the M One mixtape so much. And yeah, bro. But it is. It is. They even had a uh, hot sauce on there, like sitting down talking, and they had Professor. For sure. For so. sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I recommend everybody watch that. It's not hip hop at all, but I mean, I recommend everybody watch it for sure. Um, yeah. Something that is hip hop and that, unfortunately, I've been watching is this beef between Freddie and Benny that has escalated to the point of nobody wants to see this no more at all. Like everybody I- except them is over this beef, right? Like, you know how usually the internet be fueling beef, like getting into it. Like, oh, man, such and such shit. And it did this. Well, such yeah. and such shit. And it said that. And niggas start choosing sides and starting to ride for people they don't know. Nobody wants to see this no more. Everybody's yeah. like, bro, y'all too old for this. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why y'all still doing this? And they still, both sides talking shit too. Cause like you got Gibbs on the one side talking about like, yo, you talking, he, first of all, your man's is the one that put that swing on me. You didn't even swing once. All right, cause uh, last time I checked, you know, what I'm saying the boss, the boss don't get involved in scuffles, my nigga. But that's cool, that's cool. Then you got Benny talking about, see, that's how you change, and that's how you got beat up and you change snatch the first time. You talking shit, you still ain't learned your lesson, my nigga. Like, you got, you got to, you got to relax, my nigga. Like, you out here talking too much shit, and it's just like yeah. we, we don't want, we don't want these two to be beefing. They took Gibbs chain, and um, Benny posted. Been posted a pic of a posted video of it. Highly disrespectful. And then the streets didn't know if that was the official one, but then 
unfortunately, Freddie Gibbs keeps confirming everything that Benny posts. Like, it's the weird thing. It was such a small chain. Like, I feel like you nobody could, would even. Nobody really would have believed it was the real one, but. Because it's so, it's, it's. And it's a small chain. As niggas that don't wear jewelry, I, we may not have room to speak. But when I tell you, bro, like the pendant is my my pinky nail, my nigga. It was a small chain. I know chains got smaller this era. The pendant is so small, my nigga. Like that, that shit crazy. That none of these pendants are bigger than than my fingernails. So and like, it's the kind of thing where the screets really would have just let it go. I'm like, oh, that can't be it. That's more like a joke. But then Freddie confirmed it's. The real chain. Yeah, like so then, you responding saying shit. It's because he keeps responding, is it's giving Benny more fuel to keep going. Because people really would let this stuff go. To, at least the internet probably would. Yeah. If Freddie wouldn't keep confirming these posts. Cause then did you hear about Benny posting that pic of Freddie's girl? That I didn't know about. Apparently. Oh my god. Benny posted some pics of Freddie's girlfriend and two pics. One she was licking some dude's bald head and then another one of her doing fallacious acts a whole bunch of fallacious what's going on over here if bro? people don't know she was sucking the pee pee in the other photo not the pee pee yeah and uh she wasn't getting alone she was getting alone unfortunately <laughs> freddie gibbs confirmed it was her <laughs> he said not my girl yeah <laughs> Freddie said, uh, let, me, let me pull up the exact quote. Oh, yes. Freddie oh. said, oh, yeah, fam. I, I knew my girl did porn when I met her. Y'all some detectives, though. Try again, champ. So he he's trying to make it. Why would you post to make it seem like you don't care? But you responded. So even the girl responded too. she, she also responded. She said, Thanks, Benny. I was wondering where all those new subscribers were coming from. Why are they dragging this beef out? Just I why? Um, why are both of y'all responding? What? I'm, I'm not confused. I'm just confused why Benny kept calling him MC Dinosaur Barbecue. It the funny thing is his Buffalo accent just made it sound funny, but I I don't know where it came from because if anything, Freddie Gibbs' his character is, is a bunny rabbit. But I'm like I don't know if he's saying in the face he looks like a dinosaur, but it just. MC Dinosaur Barbecue was just wild. It's such a fucking wild name. And then the funny thing is, like, that could be a name for some parody ass rapper. A white rapper could say this tomorrow, and all of a sudden he's going to be somebody getting 10 million views per video and shit. But MC Dinosaur Barbecue was just wild. So, yeah, um, hopefully this whole thing dies down soon. Uh, yeah. This is, this is already ridiculous. Very. Uh, I don't expect y'all to be cool, but I at least hope that y'all stop doing this over the internet. Yeah. Because y'all niggas just, dis y'all distracting Freddie from making good music. Because it seemed like ever since these shits went on, the la like he stopped making good albums. Or stopped making albums. Because mm -hmm. it seemed like after the Alchemist shit, it's been headline after headline. And usually, especially with him being independent, he releases more consistent than this. And he's almost getting to the territory we're talking about his antics more than his rap at this point. And I really hate when that happens. And it makes it even that's worse. when you start getting into soldier boy conversations. And it makes it even worse when your antics involve you catching an L every time. Like not one victory, my nigga, like 
It's, it's to the point that I'm like, I might give him a pass if there's one more. It'd be like, you know, random man tries to run up to Freddie Gibbs, but gets beat up. Like he needs a, he needs a W at this point, cause this, bro. I saw the video of niggas beating up on Freddie Gibbs, and I didn't want to believe it was him, but when it was clearly a skinny, bald headed, tall man in a green outfit with with chains on, and the whole store was jumping. The whole, <laughs> bro. The whole was... store. I was almost surprised. I was like, how do you get out alive? Like. <laughs> Like he gotta have a strong a jaw, a strong heart to be getting beat up by that many niggas and not just staying to the ground and being like, leave me alone. Like he was trying. I give him that. That nigga is a warrior. <laughs> Twenty niggas, you and you ain't just trying to get out of there. Like you, you really trying to sit there and be like, all right, niggas, come at me, bro. Like Look. that shit crazy. So yeah, hopefully. They can they can move past that beef. <laughs> and then Jim Jones, like, because like I before the joke was he was beefing with all of New York, but yeah. I feel like the rest of New York then left the nigga alone now. Yeah, now we, now it's become now it's centralized with just Buffalo. Yeah, so it's 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 it's, it's got to end somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's got to end somewhere. But especially since he's beefing with older New York niggas, and older New York niggas still fight. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be beat ups, you know. So thank God it ain't dissing none of these Bronx drill niggas. Mm-hmm. All these niggas always want to shoot somebody, which I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be concerned about him anyway. But you just Jim Jones, you just Benny. These niggas still fight. Yeah, because at least from what I've seen recently, I know that Griselda is big up in New York, but it, I it, it's starting to seem like the Burroughs not gonna ride for Benny in this beef. Because remember the, the clip we talked about where like niggas is. Was mad at Griselda for complaining with Funk. Was mad at Funk Flex or something. I just heard like niggas like talking like that, but I don't know too many people that really ride for Funk Flex, honestly, because he's he. It's known that he's been bugging for a little minute, hmm. and I was I was personally mad because it was like one time he was going in the right direction. He was putting out a mixtape. He was the, all the singles I heard was sounding good, hmm. but it just seemed like the tape never came out. It never materialized. When I'm just hmm. like. All right, you got you, you have like four videos out. You ain't got like just another ten tracks just sitting around with some of New York's biggest artists or even legendary. Like you big enough, you can get some of the the high new niggas. Which he got a joint with King Von. He had a, a remix with the King Von and Polo G. He got a song with Fabio Foreign. Song with Roddy Rebel when he first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, jail got a song with Jadakiss. You can easily get joints with the Locks. Get some Dipset songs in there. Like it's some some random other niggas. That's a whole tape. Like, what more do you need? But I don't be knowing the politics. But yeah, it just seems like he always is known for like dissing, dissing Pac or dissing Power 105 or just this. He's almost more known for, known for the antics than his legend at this point. Mm. So it was like weird. And then it just seems like he, him and Griselda keep on going back and forth when I, mm. I think it's cool one day and then I see it's not cool. And I'm just like, y'all, again, like, like Benny and Freddie, Y'all two are not the people that should be beefing. Y'all are two people that should be working together to to make everything better. Funk Flex would love Griselda's sound, and Griselda would love the respect and cosign from Funk Flex. So it don't make sense that they beefing. It don't make sense to me, but it is what it is, man. Niggas, niggas egos, man. Yep. Pride yep. is the devil. Pride is indeed the devil. Um, and his next topic. Some would say pride is the reason that some of these people have careers. We're going to get into a list that might have circled across your timeline uh, this past couple of days on Twitter. 
there was a list of the 50 worst rappers of all time, just by just some random dude on Twitter. And it was making this rounds <laughs> and it got so big. Double XL picked it up. A couple of news outlets was looking at it and worst. We're not going to go through all 50. We don't, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, go how through. many, how many you want to do Quan? 10, 15, we'll do about 10. 10. We'll, we'll okay. leave, we'll leave y'all to go check out Anthony fan 10. Or if y'all want to check all 50, you got time for that shit. Yeah. He has a time. We're going to go number 10. Are you ready? Quan? Cause I, I'm having you looked at the list or you want me to just tell you all of them? Cause I, would, I think me. it's better when I just tell you. Yeah, you might have to tell me. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm I have to look right here. Yeah, I don't. Steady, are you ready? Number 10. Diddy. Do you think Diddy's a top 10 worst rapper Diddy. of all time? Yeah, you know what? Cause, cause, cause he's, 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 he's not in the top 50 best, but I wouldn't put him top 50 worst. I wouldn't put him in the worst. Cause he, he just, it's the power of the hit. You know what I'm saying? He, like you're never gonna be like, yo, his verse was fire. He was spitting fire, but it's like when them tits come on, you know his verse, you know his words. Even if somebody else wrote it, you know his words. So it's like he he does he's doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, his his verse on all about the Benjamins. You, niggas ain't niggas ain't gonna just go back his verse like it was ass. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So it is what. And I ain't even gonna lie. He probably not writing his verses no way. Oh, he never, never. I, 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 if the nigga told me Diddy has never wrote one verse that he spat, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because he's he's one of the people that don't even hide it. It's the same way with Dr. Dre. Yeah, he don't even hide it. Yeah, and you can almost hear this shit. Dr. Dre almost be flagrant because I feel like with Eminem, I mean, with Diddy, Diddy, I can't tell who's really writing shit sometimes because mm-hmm. he could be like, yo, one time it's Force to Five Nine, another time it's Style P, another time it's Jadakiss, another time it could be Biggie, another time it could be whoever. I can't be telling. Even sometimes it's been Drake. I can't tell. Mm. But when Dr. Dre, I'm like, yeah, that's Rick Ross. Yeah, that's Kendrick. Mm. Yeah, that's Snoop Dogg. Especially. Yeah, that's 50. Especially on the song he had with Kendrick. The rapping was too good. I'm like, nigga, this is literally a Kendrick flow. Yeah. Write this nigga a different flow next time. Yeah, he always flows like the nigga on the track with them. That's the only time. How many times you heard Dre rap fast without Eminem? But when Eminem comes around, no cheese and no cheese, I'm bumping the bokeys, I'm down for the no cheese and the no cheese, no cheese, no cheese, no cheese. Like, nigga, this Eminem's flow, he just came, he just came right after you, and he's come on, son. Or even the friggin' the song Three Kings. That Mike just went out. Of course, but um, even the song Three Kings. Hold up, say something. Something. You good now? Even the song Three Kings with Jay Z, Dr. Dre, and Rick Ross on Rick Ross's album, you could definitely tell. That Dr. Dre's verse was written by Rick Ross. It was the same flow. And what makes it worse is the nigga even got lazy on that shit. Nigga said, you should listen to this beat through my headphones. Well, who does? I don't know no nigga that says some shit like that. Like, it was so direct. It it felt weird. You know what Mm. I'm saying? He said that shit twice in the verse. Like, it was fire. It's like, you should, I only love it for hair long. You should listen to this beat through my headphones. Like, all right, we get it. You got beats by Dre, my nigga. Like, don't make this a commercial, my nigga. But Number nine, Gutter Gutter. Gutter Gutter does not deserve to be on this list. Gutter Gutter does not deserve to be on this list. He deserves better than this. Gutter Gutter is not top 50 worst. He's what? definitely not top 10 worst. Young Gutter, put the gun to your head, make it pop like a bubble. When I pop off, you in trouble. Get to your back, click, clap, make us fucking knees buckle. Look at these suckers talking that bullshit. They don't know Gutter got a full clip and I bullshit. 
Leave a stupid ass for like a pool, bitch. I don't bullshit. No. Bro, that's just from one verse from Dedication 3. Nah, he, he just off that alone. See, niggas get him fucked up. They keep on thinking he's, and I got a nigga. Grocery bag. That's all people want to go off that's of. Bro. All, but they don't, they don't know. Gutta Gutta was actually a pretty good rapper. He was actually decent. I, Gutta Gutta was one of the people that I thought was actually going to have a career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was way better than Mac Main. Yes. Yes. And Mac Main wasn't even bad. I ain't even going to hold you. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. No. You know, especially on some actual rapping shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Gutta Gutta deserves better than that. Next. Number eight, six nine. Yeah. Yeah, because even six nine don't take his rap serious. No, remember even in. even last episode when I asked you who was better, Shaq was the six nine, and to real hip hop heads, they would be confused by that question. But like, they would be like, both of these niggas, ass. yeah, oh, they're both the worst to ever do it. Like, Get right, the hip hop. Calm down, just answer the question. Like, yeah, but I, yeah, six nine, he he won't say nothing about you. Six nine was really all energy beats and videos, okay, and antics. Number seven, mm-hmm. Smoke Perk. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can understand that. I'm, I've never, I've never been a fan of Smoke Perp, and I ain't gonna lie. I, I even tried to. What? As a producer, I tried to get a Smoke Perp, and I was just like, it's mostly just beats. Wait, I'm thinking. I'm, am I confusing him with Space Ghost Perp? Wasn't it like a Space Perp? Perp. Space it? Ghost Perp. Okay, Space Ghost so. Perp was. Space Ghost, Space Ghost Perp is more respected because he actually came with the whole sound. That's what I thought. Because yeah. I remember our homie Sam used to love Space Ghost Perk. And I ain't even gonna lie, while his shit was really weird, he had some joints that, that, that had some commercial appeal. That's why he was so tight with ASAP Rocky. But yeah. you let anybody that knows him tell you Space Ghost Perp is the reason why Space Ghost Perp is not like as big as he could be. He he fucked it up because he keeps, he would know so many niggas that really made it. Like from your Denzel Curry's to Triple X Tentacion to uh, ASAP Rocky to, you know, a few niggas few niggas like he he was close to niggas but he always lets his ego get in the way niggas be saying he jealous and shit mm. you know what I'm saying so, Smoke Perp I'm not as familiar with then I've seen him around but I just Smoke Perp was the dude that got one of the dudes that got beat up by Russ he was a, a low public's best friend rap well best rapper friend at one point mm. he was signed to Travis Scott at one point you know what I'm saying but th- that died gotcha so, so number seven Smoke Perp you mentioned this other one number six Lil Pump. I'm not mad at Scat that. I'm not gonna scat at. I ain't gonna. I ain't mad at that. Okay, that's nope. fair. Wasn't the biggest Lil Pump fan. Gucci Gang was cool though. I'll give him that. I hated that one. Out of all the Lil Pump songs, I did not like that one. I just like the video because the video had a budget to it, and then I think the next joint was alright. Uh, his joint with Kanye. I didn't like the song, but I did like it. Was a moment. Yeah, it was a moment. It just didn't sound like him. It just sounded weird. I don't know. It was it was wild, but uh, but yeah, Lil Pump. I can't stand nobody looking for him for lyrics. Number five, Lil Flip. All right, we we need, we not doing this. <laughs> We're not doing this. Lil Flip deserves better respect than that. All right, I I listened to you. Guys. I had his first two albums. I, I know you Leprechaun. did. I knew you had, be uh, hurt uh, by this one. What's the, what's the fucking one? What's the song that this is the way we bow? I had that album, and I had you gotta feel me, and you gotta feel me was actually a good ass album. But niggas is not gonna do this shit. All right, 
Just because the nigga made Sunshine and lost to T.I., y'all are not going to do my mans like that, right? <laughs> Lil Flip deserves much more respect than that. I knew this would bother you because I've heard you say on multiple occasions how much you like Lil Flip's first two albums. So I knew decent. you was going to be bothered by that one when and I saw it And he did on that you. in the era where New York niggas did not like South niggas. So that, mm-hmm. that's always extra credit. I know niggas can say that T.I. is washed up now, but when you are in an era where niggas literally just... I hate to fucking say it because we always love to do it to ourselves, but mm. when niggas just don't like where you from mm. and you still get your music in the in that town, mm. bro, you you deserve something, bro. That's why that's why I be quiet when when niggas talk about like, yeah, the South got it, da 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 because we was mad loud and be like, nobody listen to them South niggas. That yeah. ain't real hip hop. Don't wanna hear one nobody wanna hear that shit. It took years. So many years for the South to get respected in hip hop. Nigga, so so much, nigga, we would move to your state. And, and still talk you, shit. Still talk shit and tell you how your rappers are trash. I'm like, bro, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that era. So yeah. like, I, I, I lived it. I, I lived understand it. that energy entirely, and I respect it. So whenever people be asking me, why do I have such a bias? Or why don't I know so many classic New York rappers? Some like, yeah. bro, because where I'm from, listening to them was like, not repping my state. Like, bro, I'd rather rep where I'm from. And try to like music from niggas who don't like me. I only let one thing pass is when niggas try to niggas would love Lil Wayne but shit on Jay Z. I'm like nigga, the the nigga you like wouldn't even agree with you, my nigga. Mm, like yeah. you could not like Jay Z, cool. You could be like, yo, Lil Wayne's the greatest. He's better than Jay Z, cool. But when niggas be like, nigga, the drought three, fuck Jay Z. All right, come on, my nigga. Yeah, bro. For me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go so far as to act like. New York artists are trash. It's just I didn't grow up listening to that, yeah. so I'm not gonna just start shitting on them like they're not good. Like yeah. clearly, they have the, the to have the amount of fans and success that they have. They have to be good to somebody. That's true. So yeah, it's it's pointless to do all that. That's true. Number four, OJ the Juice Man. Ooh, I ain't gonna lie too. I I understand that because <laughs> I tried to get into OJ the Juice Man too, and I was just like. What makes it worse is like looking looking now at some of the freestyle videos. I was like, this this shit is terrible. Look, we, bro, look. We really was hype off just niggas rapping on their own blocks. Look, bro, I love Gucci Mane. Le Flip. I have never I, understood I, the OJ the Juice Mane thing, bro. I, like neither did I, because I didn't even like the ones that was I don't get money. Yeah, I don't get money. yeah. That song was terrible to me. I like that one. I, I liked. Everybody loves half a brick. Like whole brick, half a brick. That one. That one goes without saying. Like, even if you don't like OJ, you like you probably like that song. Do you at least like that one, or you don't like that one? Either? I wasn't a big fan of that song. Whatever, bro. I only like one song by OJ, and it's a random song. It was a random song with a random video. Is it the one where him and Gucci rapping outside? Uh. My kitchen? No. Oh, that's no. my shit. But I heard that song too. Can't nobody vote with my kitchen. That's my shit. Yeah, that's my shit too. My shit from him was called Washing Powder Money. And it's because that that beat is so hard. If you listen to that beat, you're gonna be like, that beat is kind of it's one it's one of the beats that sound really expensive. Cause I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie, he, he caught hits with some simple ass sounding beats. Yeah. That was like early Zaytoven before Zaytoven just started going. I ain't gonna lie. Zaytoven's still in church. Y'all did yo. Y'all niggas stay in the streets, but 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 get saved, cause I ain't gonna lie. Somewhere along the way, yo, Zaytoven was like, "Listen, I'm getting money now, Lord. I still love you. I want to get better at this producing thing." And God was like, "Okay, you about to just understand the whole freaking keys and go crazy on keys every beat, and Bro. somehow it still be trap master." It was. I think the thing the thing about Zaytoven is 
because he made so many trap beats for artists that if you're not from the South, you probably don't like mm -hmm. that. I guess a lot of people really didn't realize that he's a great producer. So people like you would, they would hear him make stuff and they'd be like, he only makes trap beats. But then when you hear like, uh, no, he, he, he really can make anything. Cause even the trap beats is like, bro, all them key, like you, like, I'll keep it real. I'm some, I can't recreate a Zaytoven beat. His mm -hmm. shit is not that, that not that, um, that simple. Mm -hmm. His shit is literally, you got to know what you're doing. Like you could create, just put somebody in an organ that really knows how to play and just play like a freaking, um, a ballad or some shit. And then maybe you could sample that. And and make a beat around that, but that nigga knew what he was doing. He was he was a real musician, a real musician, and it showed. It showed, it showed. But yeah, OJ, I can understand that. I wasn't a big fan yeah, of OJ. I remember, I, I remember when he was XSL freshman that one year, and I was, he had the worst freestyle. I was so disappointed. One, he was on a list at that point in his career. It was mm -hmm. it was he it was pointless. Yeah, he was just, he was starting to decline at that and point. Two, it was a terrible freestyle. It was the worst, easily the worst out of everybody on that list, and it's really contender for the worst freestyle ever. He run basketball player with basketball player. <laughs> I'm not forgetting that. <laughs> and it was four bars. This made it worse. It was such short. It was ass, and it was short. Like you could have easily, bruh, You would have been better off just saying uh, um some bars from one of your songs. Like and niggas would have gave you a pass. So it is what it is. Number three, mm -hmm. Master P. All right, I disagree with this. Master P, he ain't one of the worst. He's definitely not he's top definitely, ten worst. Definitely not, De top especially 10 worst. not top five. This he's at yeah. the three position. Especially not top five worst yeah, rappers. He, he's not. He's better than that. You know what I'm saying? You could you could feel a way about his music, cool. But listen, he's not top. He's not top worst. No, no, not at all. He's an acquired taste for sure. But there was a reason why he had success, and I feel yes. like he deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you really go down his whole catalog, he had mad sounds because, like, watching his story, he started out on the West Coast mm -hmm. and his shit sounded like some West Coast shit. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of migrated from that to, like, having more of a New Orleans bounce. Mm -hmm. So, like, give that man his credit. Besides just the hustler and entrepreneurial shit, cool. But give that nigga some credit. For sure. Number two. Lil Yachty. Ah, ah I, don't, I don't like it there because, like, Cause Lil Yachty, he he, here's I like his shit a little bit. Here's why I don't. Consider but he's him. also bad. But he's good. But he's bad. But he's good. It's like here's why I don't consider him to be the second worst rapper of all time. Yeah. Because if he can write the good songs for the city girls, yeah. If he can write act because those songs are actually good. Yeah. Then I know that his style is on purpose. Because even when even when. Little Boat was out. And yeah. He was dropping songs like Minnesota. And, I like Minnesota. I ain't gonna hold you. Especially the remix. Hey, nigga, call like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. You Even, better stay up the streets if you can take the heat. You, bro, listen, that shit was all right. His, I don't think he's top two worse because mm -hmm. he's never been the best rapper. But he understood his lane and he knows what his pocket is. He never tries to do too much. I and I know think that's you the want sign. This for life. I, I, I like that song. But yeah, it was like he, I feel like a sign of a good rapper, not a great rapper, is knowing I can only do this thing and I'm going to do this thing because I know this works for me. I'm not going to step outside my boundaries. And I don't think he does that. I don't think he's top two. 
the weirdest thing about Lil Yachty is I feel like he makes great songs for other people. For other people, because I feel like his great his songs that I like from the most, he's definitely the part that I hate the most. Mm. I feel like he just knows how to be on good songs or just make songs great somehow. Mm-hmm. But I'll still like his part the least. I like even with uh, Rumble. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, I feel like he did his thing on there. Mm. Even though his voice is just weird to me mm. or anything, but that song with him and Rumble, oh, that beat is so hard. Mm-hmm. That beat is so and. Him and, and him and Rambo just kicking shit on that shit. That shit's that's just so fucking fire. And I give him credit too, cause like he he's like he was one of the niggas that really gets accepted in Flint with the Flint type of shit. Like mm. he literally put out a whole Michigan based uh, mixtape. You know what I'm saying? And for niggas that was coming up, like like I said, the real the young one. I think that's his name. Real the young one. YNJ, Louis Ray, just collabing with them niggas and other niggas, other niggas in the Flint scene that wasn't like. But was still affiliated and shit. Like he coll- mm. he collabed with all them niggas. He's tapped in, so you gotta give him credit for that shit. He used his big ass platform to put other niggas on. That's why he's so accepted up in there. You know what I'm saying? And then having still at this point in his career, having having bops here and there and whatnot. He was on the freaking Five Year Foreign album. Hmm. Now the song they had together, it almost hurts me because, like I said, my criticism with Five Year Foreign's album is I feel like it was too serious. I kind of like him to have more. You know, drilling music, which forgive me, I sound hypocritical, but on them beats, I like he's very aggressive. I like him best in that form. Mm-hmm. Lil Yachty appeared on one of them joints, and definitely, it's just weird to have his high, safe voice and off flow flow on the drill beats on one of the good ones too, like one of the mm-hmm. t- tracks I liked. We couldn't put him on one of the serious joints; he had to go on one of the joints I liked. But you know. And then even joints he got with Sada Baby, like he mm-hmm. he he just knows how to put, get up on good songs, but he'll be the part that I like the least. Mm. So it's like it's it's weird. But I number two, I feel like he deserves better than that. Somewhat, somewhat. You just you just wouldn't put him in the top five words. He's like top thirty. He, he might be. He's definitely top thirty. He might be top top fifteen. Okay, top okay. fifteen. Number one. This, I, I told you this one already, mm-hmm. but y'all might end up people mm-hmm. listening. Silk the shock definitely deserves to be there. <laughs> definitely deserves to be there entirely. Uh, this one in entirely. You heard us dispute with so many other names, but this one it was like, hey, bro, we can't definitively we can't argue this one. Definitively, I don't even hold you. Even though we, the the content world moves too fast for the, for this to work, but hey, if y'all want us to talk about the whole list, we'll come back and talk about the whole list. Yeah, yeah, you know what we I'm do. saying. We hit them comments. We could make a video out of the whole list. Honestly. For sure, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying. This is a little, a little, uh, uh, a little um sneak peek. You know what I'm saying. A little drizzle, drizzle. You know what I'm saying on your forehead. But but yeah. I agree with Slick the Shocker. We ain't even gotta talk about it that much. Nah. Slick the Shocker is is terrible. I never understood what was good. I don't I don't like one song from him. I don't even like the song he had a feature with Lil Romeo. Cause even that song even that 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 uh feature was ass. No, it was two of them. There's one, um the song That's Cool, which is on the second album, because I was a Lil Romeo fan. I got I had his first two albums. Of course. And then um what was the other one? The the remix of It Takes Two. That might have been the one the one verse from Slick the Shocker that I like because he was actually on beat mm-hmm. for the most part. But other than that, yeah, that shit, that shit, ass juice. <laughs> That's just terrible. 
would you say that Shaka paved the way for so many other artists? Even when the, he said that shit, he's like, when I paved the way for niggas to rap off beat, and I was like, even then, niggas was like, yeah, but it ain't, it ain't, it ain't good. Like niggas will still double back and be like, listen, this is the worst rapper ever. Like. I've heard random people that don't even do rap, but listen to rap will be like, so I just have a, I just realized, you know, this, this man came across my timeline and I just thought about, I was like, why did we like him? He was terrible. He was the worst rapper ever. Like, what about now, nah, bro? What about, it, who was, who was that nigga in the pack who didn't rhyme? Lono. Lono. That, listen, that <laughs> nigga is better than something shocking. That nigga don't even rhyme. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because at least he had enough swag that when you would rap, you would think it was rhyming. That nigga had all the confidence in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro. You just said the nigga didn't rhyme. Bro. And it was still better than Silk. That nigga said, I can say, don't, don't rhyme, and it's going to rhyme. That nigga said, bro. That nigga said, on the dance floor, I'm, I'm the, the man. man. I so cool like winter fresh. That's that's the bar. That's the bar. <laughs> like, bro, yo, I got I got to find I got to find. Stunner Man was the only good rapper in the pack besides <laughs> Lil B. The rest of the pack, I need to look look. We need we need we need to be honest with each other. And the pack was not a good rapper at all. They had two joints. Then the Vans joint, and I ain't gonna lie. It, me and my, my niggas, car. In my car was a banger. We fucked with in my yeah. car. I ain't gonna hold you. In my car was hard. Definitely, definitely. Listen, hold on. I'm, I'm about. To, I'm about. To, I'm trying to find nothing else. Was genuinely good from the pack. Like I said, Stunner Man, you could tell was the star of the group. Mm -hmm. And Lil B, he wasn't even the star. He Yo, was after the group broke he, up. Was when Lil B made a name for himself. He, here, here's the verse. Hold on. I'm so different. You're so not. I write Empire. Yeah, I'm the king. <laughs> Three chicks, I gotta choose which one. I got three phones, gotta choose which one. On the dance floor, I'm the man. Two step cool like winter fresh. I said, I said not to show my ass, but kiss it, girl. Yeah, lick it off. Got a whip for every season. Drop the top, make it cash. <laughs> I'm too, but I'm too cool. But my neck like freezer, icy whip can skate. <laughs> like this, this <laughs> Would you still say that he's worse than Silk Quad? He's, he's better than Silk. He's better than Silk. He's better than Silk, my nigga. Because I swear to God, bro, like it's it still didn't. Yo, know, his verse might be goaded for that. I swear, bro. The fact that they let that nigga record a verse that didn't rhyme that just shows the error, my nigga. Like that nigga was crazy. And that's the same song where Stunner Man said, yeah, I'm the Stunner Man, so much money. I can fit it in a rubber band, stupid. And you know what? Go hard. Right out of the street, they see me in my car. Bro, that shit's crazy, my nigga. Like, bro. I just couldn't believe, like. <laughs> I remember, like, here's the thing. I've known Quan so long that I remember when Quan came to the realization that that verse didn't rhyme. And I was like, Quan was shit. stuck on that shit. For like a week, cause I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You gotta understand too. I'm coming from an era that was my era when I was really listening to the most realest hip hop there was. I was yeah. listening to '80s and '90s shit consistently. Yeah. So I would rarely, I would branch out a little bit 
to get into you know like the um the new era of rap that was coming around that time you know what i'm saying and the pack was one of the few joints that like i didn't like them as a group but i did like in my car i would like mm-hmm. some joints here and there and that mm-hmm. joint did bump but i was like you mean to tell me me and all my hip-hopness is listening to this shit and this shit don't even rhyme nope i'm like bro nah nah son nah I, I couldn't i couldn't but yeah, shout out, shout out to Lil Uno. That's what it was, Lil Uno. Yeah, it was Lil Uno. Yeah, it had dress back. I couldn't remember shit. if it was Lil Uno or uh, Young Ill, but it was it was Lil Uno. I, I remember that because I looked up that nigga name and I would never forget that shit because that <laughs> shit was crazy, my nigga. That shit was crazy. I never heard a nigga have a whole verse that didn't rhyme and and would still go. It was a full sixteen too. That's yeah. what really got me. Like that nigga, that nigga swindled the world. Yeah. That shit crazy. So yeah, that's 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 it for the top fifty worst rappers list. Well, and we mentioned the top tens again. Let us know if you want us to go through the whole list. Uh, do you agree with it? Let us know if you read the top ten because this 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 wow. That's a lot. nothing. I got enough sad. It was just wow. <laughs> just wow. Just wow. Um, and check out the pack in my car if you want to hear a whole verse. Yeah, that don't that don't rhyme. It's the four, the third verse right before Lil B. So. That's going to do it for the hip-hop shenanigans. Now we're going to get into our actual battle. Yeah, let's get this. This week's battle. Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Is Pat Stay versus Big K. This is a King of the Dot battle from a couple years ago. This is between two of Quan's favorite white people. Um, one being Pat Stay. Fucking Day. terrible. Well, 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 first, sorry. One being Big K. That's the West you were talking about first, obviously. Mm-hmm. Big K, someone that Quan has been a fan of. Not even just his bars, mainly just his energy. Quan loves Big K's energy. Just, just unapologetically, you're terrible. You're fucking terrible. And then you, you don't rap good. <laughs> they don't like you. They don't like you. Straight up. The other one being Pat Stay, just for being funny but also witty. Mm. Is, that, is that accurate? And why you like Pat Stay? Yes, very much. Um, I, I like. Yeah, that, that basically puts it in a nutshell. Being funny, but also being witty. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And also it's showing that Pat Stay can rap well if you really, really, really want to. Yeah, for sure. So, being that we know that Pat Stay can rap, mm-hmm. were you let down by this performance? We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna cut straight to the chase. This one this for was Pat not Stay a great Pat Stay performance. This one for Pat Stay was kind of um it was good, it was fire mid. You know what I'm saying? It it wasn't impressive, but I also wasn't like upset at it. It just felt like, you know what it felt like? It felt like the start of him being past his prime, mm. which is funny because it's from I think 2017. So yeah, I feel like he was actually ago. popping. He was probably because I feel like even on this podcast, I feel like 2019, 2020 was like not Pat Stay's kind of at his best right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it was kind of weird, but maybe it was just you know not everyone was a hit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Maybe he didn't see Big K as a big challenge, so he just ran through him. And that's what it felt like, right? Because it felt, because his rounds were much shorter than Big K's rounds. Yeah. All three of them. And then his rounds also kind of felt like they were half freestyle. Yeah, because even sometimes he would, like, be in the bar. He'd be sitting there staring, trying to remember the shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was, and I've never seen him do that before, especially as somebody that he has really good um, freestyle ability. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, but I, I just feel like it, you could just clearly see he wasn't too into this one or too, he wasn't taking this one, either wasn't taking this one too serious no. or he just knew that like, he didn't respect Big K, honestly. 
He probably didn't respect him enough to be like, nah, I got to come on point. You know what I mean? And that, I would say, was his downfall. Because Big K, I wouldn't say this was the best Big K, but this Big K was clearly took prepare. this battle seriously enough to prepare properly yeah. and have good schemes. He made Big K look good, basically. Big K was good enough to look good against Past Day because Past Day is well-respected. Especially in the King of the, um well what's this King of the Dot? King of the Dot. I'm about to say because I look like the names are different, but a damn sure like King of the Got mm. Dot crowd, mm. same host and everything. Yeah. But um but yeah like it, it this was just an opportunity. It was one of those things where um what's the what's the what's the thing? It was like a wise man a, a wise man said don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who. Mm. I feel like it was one of those things where it was like Big K is going against Past Day and just because oh. It's the Murder Mook and Young Hot's uh, uh, um, theory. Is a uh, Murder Mook was saying when he was battling Young Hot, like, yo, Young Hot's gonna get mad fame and look like he's well respected just because he's going against me, and I got the accolades for this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like that's what it was. It was like Big K was going against Pastey, and Pastey wasn't that his greatest, so he got the AI effect. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best one, the and, AI effect. Yeah, and it's also the type of thing where going against Pastey is tricky because Pastey is usually so funny yeah. that his jokes will get the crowd in a situation to where it'll feel like he's winning just off jokes and not even with like actual bars and bars stuff. and shit yeah. and he he didn't even have that many good jokes all his jokes was really exhausted in the first round yeah he he just he just he just came off un, like not uninspired but just like this felt like he took this battle too soon after a battle he cared about mm-hmm. that's what it, that's what this feels like Mm-hmm. It felt really left over, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, maybe maybe this battle just happened last minute or something. Maybe that's why it came out like this. Yeah, hopefully. But it's between the two of them, Big K was prepared, and for sure. Know, in the first, like I said, Past Day came out a decent opener. It was mostly jokes after that, but at least because it's Past Day, the crowd was still liking him. Yeah. Uh, see, so, like that's all I can say about his first round. Big K's first round had a really strong opening. You could tell this was gonna be a good Big K because he went with none of the bo- none of the jokes and the bullshit. <laughs> he had a couple good punches, and the crowd was giving him good reactions too, which yeah. I didn't know if they was gonna do that. But yeah, they was rocking with him. Second round, past day's whole second round felt like a rebuttal to Big K's first round. Yeah, and that's that's when that's when I was like, all right, I think he's freestyling these rounds unless he just knew word for word what Big K was gonna say. This whole round felt like a, re- a freestyle rebuttal, but it was just it just flowed well enough yeah. to where some people might not have realized it, but it wasn't that special in a second. Um, it was just another short round. The second where Big K mixed it up and decided to get funnier and talk about Pat Stay's album, Wigger Music, and he talked about <laughs> Pat Stay cutting hair. Big K showed a funny side and it was yeah. working. Yeah, and I haven't seen him do that often, so that's yeah. what made it even better. Yeah, it worked. He decided to go funny against Pat Stay, and it yeah. was working. So that turned out to be a good round for him. Yeah, and, and then, they made it better because it was unexpected. Yeah, exactly. And then in the third, it kind of just felt like Pat Stay was rambling just to just to say he had a third. Almost. Yeah, yeah, he almost Charlie Clipsed it. Yeah, old then, Charlie Clips, right? Matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, and then Big K, uh, just. Rapped about, I guess, his experience in King of the Dot. <laughs> Bless you. And yeah. he feels like he was cheated and that the only reason the head ice was King of the Dot champ was to, was because so King of the Dot could say that a black guy is a champ <laughs> and I couldn't argue with him. 
I ain't gonna lie, I'm not, I'm not mad at that because I to this day I still don't understand how Head Ice was the king of the dot basically, and not because he's not capable, but just his style did not fit King of the Dot. His style is very much more URL and smackish. So how is he? It and it sounds crazy, but it's 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 I hate to say it. It's different between a white audience and a black audience, and I don't feel like Head Ice is is a black audience. You know what I'm saying? Like. You feel like he's not a white audience, is that what you mean? Yeah. Like that it felt like that would be like Lil Dirk doing a song with, with Post Malone. You know he, what I'm saying? But he probably would do that though. That's more mm-hmm. like Taylor Swift hopping on the track with Lil Baby. I hate to say it, he might do that too. <laughs> we gotta get somebody that ain't pop check. Four two Doug. Okay. The, the streets love four two Doug. Yeah. yeah. E- ESTG. Mm-hmm. Them doing a song with Post Malone. Okay, that's yeah. a little far. They wouldn't do it. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. Not, not yet, at least. I don't yeah, think they're yeah, at that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you know what I'm saying? But that's what it felt like. It felt like because yeah. like niggas love for two Doug, Doug. Niggas love ESTG. Mm-hmm. But I hate to say just white people, but the the world likes Post Malone. Yes, you know what I'm saying. But he's very much he's got the white folks. That's why he does yes. the numbers he does. Yes, that's why. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's 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 what that's what it felt like. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's it for the battle, though, y'all. Um, uh, this battle is unfortunately we don't. The only good thing we have are about Big K, and it's like we're not just gonna keep talking about how great Big K did. So yeah, and even with Pat today, I'll, I'll give him credit. Even with this being a mid performance, his mid performance is still not bad. Yeah, I feel like Pat, I think Pat Stay was just is just that good that you can clearly tell this is a mid Pat Stay, and it's still able to keep up a little bit. But just because Big K was prepared that much. He got him. He 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 just looked better on the floor. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was it was a casual casual battle from both. I will say though, on on um on Big K with the third round, I said for Big K to say I want your kids to come out healthy, but then say revolver in your wife twat immediately after is crazy to me. <laughs> and it made it worse is like the crowd stopped him right when he said he was like I want his kid to come out uh, healthy. I don't be talking about the kids. That's his angle. Revolver in your wife twat. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That shit was just wild to me. I was like, nigga, how you go positive and then just go revolver in your wife twice? Revolver in your wife twice is funny as fuck to me. Yeah, That's borderline QB right there. <laughs> That's borderline. You know what I'm saying? I'll take the revolver in that and fuck your girl with it. Like that's some shit that she would say. But yeah. A decent, so, decent we'll get to the scores now. Get to the scores, man. Crowd control. Crowd control. I gave Pat's to a a, a four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Barely got the four, but he got the four. The the crowd was liking him. You know what I'm saying? It was liking a few of his jokes here and there. I felt like it was better than a three. Definitely wasn't a five, but it was better than a three, in my opinion. Uh, with Big K, I also gave him a four because I feel like the crowd was fucking with him. I almost gave him a three before just because I feel like um towards the third, um I seen in the comments that somebody was saying that the the people the outside uh crowd wasn't filling his bars. You know, because he was talking about the damn near the establishment. Mm. So, you know, so, sometimes that goes over well. Sometimes it don't. I, I think that's a bold move either way. You sitting there in front of the niggas that paid you and being like, y'all do dirty business. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a bold move. But, you know, white people can, can't afford to do shit like that. Mm. Niggas need their jobs. You know what I'm saying? So, I give them both fours. I ain't uh, mad at that. Same, the same reason you had. Uh, the crowd was even. I think crowd was pretty even. They was. They was liking both of them no matter what they said and the show yeah. after a certain point so 
for sure. Yeah. Delivery. Delivery. Um, Pat's day. I gave him a um, four on delivery. Still a decent delivery. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't the greatest. Again, a borderline four. Borderline four. You know what I'm saying? But um, just because I feel like I'm a Pat's day fan, I feel like I, I, I've come to expect this, so I kind of like it. Big K, also a four. I like that that bit of aggression. You know what I'm saying? That bit of I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I give him both fours. I gave him both threes, honestly, for delivery. Uh, I feel like I've seen them both perform their stuff better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It just felt real average to me this time. It felt like they they weren't giving it their all. So I just gave them both threes for delivery this time. Yeah. Haymakers. Haymakers. My Haymakers, I gave Pat Stay a, a three. I feel like I've seen him go much harder than this before, much better than this before. But um, it still was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's really, it, it wasn't for material because I feel like I would have been a little too biased with that. Mm. Uh, Big K, I had to give him a four because his his I feel like his shit, his bars was actually clearly better than past days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What the crowd was feeling is one thing, but his bars, like he definitely came, he came to to win. It was just objectively better rapid at yeah, a certain point. For sure. While Pat Stay is a good performer, for sure, mm. bars-wise, Big K actually came prepared and, and came to do something. Yeah. What you got? I gave Pat Stay a two. I gave Big K a three. I just had to be honest, bro. I was like, he didn't, like, Pat Stay didn't have that many good punchlines and stuff that was like, oh, that was great. It was just, okay. Yeah. So I, the two, it was, he earned it. See, the first thing he said, he was just talking about a nigga name and how, how, how much he didn't like it. Like, Big <laughs> K. With two G's, <laughs> like yeah, but it was, it was funny. It was yeah. funny, but it's it's just not like lyrically respectable. It's like no, you ain't gonna read that. And be like, yo, how would he come up with that, son? B I double G. Okay, okay. Uh, zone. I gave Pat stay a, a four for zone. You know what I'm saying? Also, he barely got that four. <laughs> he barely got that four because he if he didn't if he didn't get through his rounds the way he did, he probably wouldn't have got this four. But like he. The, the the little stutters here and there was was throwing me a little bit, but he still, like I said, he's so good that even a clear mid performance still has quality to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was getting good reactions from the crowd and whatnot. So he, he was in his he was in his bag a little. Big K I gave him a four because it was you know good performance and everything. I feel like the only thing I could have made it get a five if it's, if if he probably had like a little more reaction to work with. Mm-hmm. But I even feel like when he was going what what I felt forced every time. That shit felt so forced. What? What? I've seen him give the what with more um, like more emphasis before. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like it was just... That's where I felt like he was going mid. You know what I'm saying? He was okay. like, what? What? That's so, fair. You know. But yeah. So uh, I gave both fours on that also. Zone, I gave Pat Stay a three. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed after recording Chief a couple episodes. Well, not a couple. Past a couple at this point. That I'm clearly the Simon Cowell of the show. I get the harshest <laughs> scores. Uh, I be I be trying to be nice with these scores nah, sometimes. I'm you know past what that. I'm past that. Uh, yeah. So I gave you Pat stay. I gave him a three, <laughs> and it just nah, bro. The the short rounds, the the lack of cohesion. It was just nah, bro. He was just up there rapping. In my opinion, mm. I had to give him a three. It, it wasn't a bad performance. It's just. You can tell it was hobbled together. So I'm going to give him a three. For sure. Big K. 
actually gave him a five. Almost gave him a four. The only reason I gave him a five is because he showed range. Yeah. All three rounds were different. They were well written. And that was really the what pushed the five in my opinion. Yeah. Even if it, like even if his bars wasn't like the craziest, like he wasn't a five it wasn't coming with five material, he clearly was prepared though. Yeah, he was he, clearly well prepared. And yeah. like every round there was a central theme to it. The first round, yeah, it was just him talking about his life and just like the Pat Stay shit. And then like just like his typical shit, a typical round for him. The yeah. second round, he went funny with it. Yeah. They did a joke type of round. That's not typical big K. And the third round was just going at King of the Dot in general. Yeah. He took he took this battle serious. Yeah. So, so you gotta give him something for that. Yeah, like that's what I was like, okay. Like this isn't his best performance, but I, I see the work that went into this. So I think I'm gonna give him a five on this one. So yeah, overall, Pastay got a twelve, big K got a fifteen. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Oh yeah, for me, I, I definitely just went past. I didn't give my total. Yeah, I gave uh, Pat Stay a fifteen and uh, Big K a sixteen. Good, decent battle. You know, what I'm saying good, good showing from the two chaps. You feel me? But uh, yeah, we'll get into the artist of the week. Artist of the week. So my artist of the week, I'm gonna give it a two way because I always do that. Uh, first, I'm gonna start with uh, Sam Henshaw. I told you he's good, bro. Listen, I'm only I'm only halfway through the through the uh, the, the the album. Untidy Soul. Yes, it's, it's some good shit. I told it's you. It's some good shit. It's some good shit. It's some good shit, and it's good wholesome shit. Cause yeah. I noticed I was even able to play that. Um, my wife had um, you know, her her mom and her nephew stay with us for like a weekend and whatnot. You know, they get a little mini vacation around here, and it was one of the things I could play around her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, her mom's a minister and whatnot, so mm. you know all the. All that cur- I can't be playing Fabio Foreign around her, you know what I'm saying? Especially around the around the seed, you know what I'm saying? Around the young one. Mm-hmm. So it was like Sam Hamshaw was like the perfect because it was like it wasn't all the way, it wasn't gospel, but it was like very clean R and B music mm-hmm. with quality. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I fucks with it. You know he he has a type of sound where even older people would be like, "Wow, this is actually good." Like I know, like if I played my mom, I'd probably even like that. My mom is also a minister; she's the same way. Yeah. If it's not about Jesus, she's probably not gonna listen to it. But I know I could play that, and she would accept it and be like, "All right, this is actually good music." Yeah. So yeah, like I said, Sam Henshaw brought that untidy soul. The man is just talented. That's really the yeah. only way to describe. Definitely check that stuff out. Sam Hen Sam Henshaw. Sam with two M's. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? S A M M Henshaw. H E N S H A W. Show that man some love. You know what I'm saying? And um, the other person will be. We're gonna throw Chris Brown in there just because I've been. You trying really to make, rock with that album. Man. That I last album a is thing. a good album. Every time I like my my girl's been playing it. Every time she plays a new song, I like the new song. It's and it's 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 just an album I've been like digesting slowly, but it's like I still go back to it too because like there's some joints I like on there that are just my joints. So mm-hmm. I'll throw that. And plus, I've been trying to make more hits lately. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to have some of these joints going to charts. You know what I mean? So. We 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 gonna get there, and uh, but the person I'm gonna throw in there is um Icewear Vezo. Okay. I mean, I've been because I've also been on some Detroit shit, mm. and I feel like I've listened to enough T Grizzly to know that type of Detroit sound. But I feel like Icewear has a Detroit sound, while it's also it's still much very much his. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's specific specific to him, mm. so much. You know what I mean? So yeah, okay. Icewear Vezo, I'll give him that. Cool. You know what I mean, my artist of the week is k-camp no i have no beef with k-camp though i i, I do like k-camp he did drop something recently I, i'm yeah. definitely gonna check that out smino never mad at that 
yeah, like I don't know what it is. Like sometimes I just get in these Smino moods and I just start bumping Smino, Smino, Smino a bunch, and that's 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 the vibe I've been on lately, bro. A lot of Smino. Black Swan tape was something different, bro. That one was a good different. That one and Noir, both of them, hard. And Smino, his talent is he can make vibey girl songs, but then like. Also, vibey songs. It's not about girls, but niggas still like them. But then, like, his music, his sound is so versatile. That yeah. He could be talking about real shit, but then it also has the type of bounce that, like, girls will also like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there certain artists where women don't listen to that artist? Just yeah. because it's just not, it's not something that usually appeals to them. But Smino's type of artist where I know I can, he's, he's, I, I can cut him on around girls. And they're like, I like this. This has a nice, fun bounce to it. This is, like... It's good. It's 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 just good. It's, it sounds good to the ear off first listen. Even if you don't know what he's saying, I'll tell you this: like if you listen to Smino and you in college right now and you scoop up some girls and they they that's fuck with Smino, the background. That's what you put on in the background. And if the girls like it, you keep you keep them girls around. Yes, because it's also some. He has smooth cast. So like, yeah. if you like the rat, the ratchets are the ones that, that that are gonna fuck your life up. They ain't gonna like Smino. But the ones that are just cool, you could roll up something with, you know what I'm saying? Have a little sip with, you know what I mean? The one, the chick, the chicks that'll appreciate going to Steak and Shake, you know what I'm saying? And just on a late night chilling or Waffle House, those are the ones that like Smino. You know, stick by those girls, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, Smino, Smino, I fuck with Smino. I'm really waiting for his new project whenever. I know you've been saying you got something new coming out soon. For sure. I'm ready. Um, it needs to drop because I need me some more Smino. His his last album was in 2018. Yeah, he been t- he been chilling for a little bit. Yeah, like I know he didn't drop like slight EPs and stuff, but nah, I need I need an album. I need I need. He got he got sang- he got singles and stuff out. Like nah, bro, we need the the, the screen is ready for more Smino. We need him to come back out and, and show us more colors of Air Force Ones. Cause I ain't gonna lie, that that nigga. I don't know if he still do it now, but when when I was really listening to him heavy, I noticed he's very heavy on the Air Force Ones, and not just mm-hmm. white colors. He wears Air Force Ones of all colors, shapes, and sizes, and ranges. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this nigga from St. Louis, and he has a really deep love of Air Force Ones. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So Nelly I, I fuck made with the Air Force One song. Yeah, but niggas niggas wear Air Force Ones all the time. But like most niggas, especially niggas out here in Atlanta, they stick to kind of the 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 um the, the white ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then some people may vary here from there. He'll have some like custom crazy looking shits on top of like having you know some whites and then some some just some joints simple joints that may go with the outfit. Mm-hmm. Like he has a love for Air Force Ones. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like he you notice because I haven't really seen him wear anything else really. Mm-hmm. At least at one time. I don't know if it's still like that now. Mm-hmm. But you know, for sure. Like, if if not here, if not, just like if uh, if Jack Harlow can get the um the New Balance pl- uh, um sponsorship, I feel like if if Air Force Ones was giving out sponsorship, Smino would get one. That's right. It was it was like that. But yeah, then as a good uh, uh artist of the week, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And I feel like this will uh conclude our episode of the podcast. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you can find us on our social media platform, social media platforms, um. Can't tell it's a late night. Definitely gonna hit hit uh hit the bed so hard I might end up underground at this point. But um, you know, you can find us on the social medias at hold it down pod. You know what I'm saying? Just search that up, we'll come up. I yep. ain't about to run through all the shits. Mind, you can find me at S A Y Q U A N D on some of my other shits. 
Instagram is S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-O-N-D-A-B-E-A-T. The niggas got me. I had to get some other shit. So now it's Saquon on the beat for the Instagram. So now my hoodies are freaking null and void. That's some bullshit. I spent money on them shits, bro. <laughs> what makes it worse is I was this close to being like, when I get some money, I'm going to get different colors. I'm going to get some pink, some yellow, pastel colors. Glad they I didn't. They got to get all new ones. I would have been pissed, boy, but... Yeah, and um, you can find me at saqquan.beatstars.com. Highlight me. I got all kinds of beats on there. Drill beats got that. ESTG type beats got that. Detroit beats got that. R&B beats, I got that. You know what I'm saying? We we working over here. You know what I mean? Come and get some beats over here for the low. You know what I mean? MP3 leases, all that. But yeah, where can they find you at? Um, All my socials are the same, and I, I keep it 100 over there. Um, Hit me up. Talking video games to hip-hop. You know, a wide range of things. I'm... I'm all over the place, but all my socials are the same. Hit me up at now bloodbath. Uh, talk to me. I talk back. So yeah, that's, that's me. And that's the show. So thanks that's for true. tuning in y'all. Um, if you made it this far into the episode, I'm assuming that you're going to like the video. Just, you know, I just out of respect. It's out of respect. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like an attendance check. It's then, only right. Um, if you like it also double check to make sure that you're subscribed. Cause mm-hmm. our, our subscribe account is, is is it's respectable now like i said once we passed 100 we've been getting at least triple digits my nigga yeah you know feel me step your game up once we passed 100 people have been deciding to like the videos a little more which is we always appreciate that so yeah continue to support the grind and uh remember to tell a friend to tell a friend tell a bitch to tell a hoe remember to sock and hold it down you dig